The Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Welcome to Masterclass U.S. Market with me, Juliana Colangelo. This show has been designed to demystify the U.S. market for Italian wineries through interviews with experts in sales and distribution, social media, communications, and so much more. We will quiz each of our esteemed guests at the end of each episode to solidify the lessons that we've learned. So sharpen your pencils, get out your notebooks, and join us each week to learn more about the U.S. market. Hello, welcome to Masterclass U.S. Wine Market. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Helena Morgana to the Italian Wine Podcast. Morgana was born and raised in Piedmont, and after completing her master's in Italian wine culture at the University of Gastronomic Sciences at Palenzo, she had the tools and connections to start navigating the diverse world of wine. After five years working with wineries in Tuscany and Piedmont, Morgana decided to make a change and see what the world of wine could hold for her internationally. She now works as an account executive here with us at Colangelo and Partners, handling events and media relations for our Italian wine and spirits brands. Welcome to the show, Morgana. It's fun to be interviewing a coworker today. Thank you, Juliana. Thank you for having me here. Of course, of course. I think this interview is going to be really useful for anyone looking to navigate a career shift and working in the U.S. So uh, I'm really excited to chat with you about that today. But before we dive into today's discussion, Morgana, tell us a little bit more about your career and experience in the wine industry. Of course. So uh, as you mentioned, I was born and raised in Piedmont. So I've always been surrounded by wine and beautiful uh, rolled wine uh, and heels since day one. Um, therefore, this passion of mine was uh, always there, but a little bit um, undiscovered. And then I studied applied languages for business and tourism. So I was about to take a completely different path in my career. But then when I was at college, I worked part-time as a tour guide in some wine cellars of the area. And there I started falling in love with the storytelling around wine mm-hmm. and how the, this brings people together. So I then left for a work experience in a winery in Australia. And it's there that I really fell in love with this industry because I was working like a little bit in the cellars, in the warehouse, uh, in the vineyards, uh, in the cellar door. So I got a little bit of a taste of what uh, a winery can be like. Um, But I also felt the need of understanding more about wine. So I came back home in Italy and then I studied uh, in a master for Italian wine culture at the University of Gastronomic Sciences in Polenzo. This was a very very uh, ambitious course that um, basically wanted to um, um, give us instruments and tools to be wine tellers and so able to communicate wine under different perspectives, the enological one, the agricultural one, but also wine as a cultural product, artistic product, and also, of course, economic product. And thanks to this university, I came across different job opportunities. One was uh, in Tuscany. So I worked for one year in a winery in Tuscany in the communications and marketing department. And then I moved back to Piedmont and I worked for other almost four years in another uh, winery in Barbaresco 
uh, over there is also overseeing communications and marketing. And it's, uh, after four years, I decided to change my career path a little bit and my perspective a little bit. So trying to see things not from the winery perspective, but from an outside perspective. And then I applied for a position at Colangelo and Partners, where I work now. I am an account executive and I handle wine and spirits clients for media relations and events. And Morgana, talk to us a little bit about that master's you did. It sounds really interesting. How do you feel like it set you up for success in the various communications roles you've held, both working with wineries in Italy and now working at a communications agency? Yes, this master is a one-year program, um, and it's really uh, dynamic. It involves uh, some uh, field trip. Uh, so we travel to Sicily, we travel to Tuscany, and to Burgundy as well, visiting producers, visiting big uh, wine organizations and consortium, consortia, um, as well as a lot of market visits, uh, visits with distributors, visits with importers. So it gives you really a perspective of what the wine industry is at the Italian level. But uh, it was run entirely in English. English, so everything was learned uh, in an English language, and this makes you, of course, more competitive to be working in a different environment other than the right. Italian one. And uh, of course, it was focused on Italian wines. So each session was dedicated to a specific region, Piedmont, Lombardy, Tuscany, Sicily, Puglia, and so on. And we were learning the different appellations and great varieties that can grow there. We were learning wines under an enological and viticultural point of view. And of course, it's not as detailed as a as a master or as a university uh, uh, course in enology and viticulture, but it gives you the basics to understand what you're talking about and make right. it more competitive and in a in a communication environment, in a marketing uh, environment as well. So it was great to be there also for the connections that this uh, master program gave me because, of course, it's run by the University of Gastronomic Sciences, which was created by Slow Food, which this philosophy of good, clean, and fair. Therefore, you're always coming across realities that share this uh, sustainability and biodiversity-driven um, philosophy. And it made it possible to meet people in the industry. And of course, this is a great world. The world of wine is great, but as you know, it's very small. So you, you make connections and then last for life. And it's also thanks to this master and to our ex to my friend and uh, ex-classmate uh, that I found my actual job now. So I literally found this job offer uh, on the university site and then on the university website. And then thanks to her, I had the connection and I could come to the to the States. So of course, it, it was a great opportunity, not only for, you know, in expanding your knowledge, uh, because it's a very short program, but especially for making new and powerful connections. Connections, right. Yeah, and it sounds like it gave you the communication skills, the English skills, and the wine technical skills, which all sound like things that you're bringing here to now, obviously, your job at Colangelo. So, Morgana, today we want to talk a little more specifically for the listeners about a few things. You know, number one, how uh, does a candidate best position themselves for a job in the U.S. market? How do you transfer your skills from Italy to the U.S.? And what are the benefits that you bring as an Italian native to a U.S. job in the wine industry? And then finally, what do you see as the benefits of working abroad? So for starters, let's just talk a little bit about the process of finding a job in the U.S. market. Obviously, you just mentioned you found it through your university. But what was the process like of applying and then making that that move across seas? Yeah, of course, it's um, the, jo the job research can be 
similar to any other jobs research. So it's important to be informed. Uh, it's important to look through websites and offers. But of course, leveraging your connections in the industry can be very powerful because word of mouth works really well. If you are interested in a career in wine, but also like uh, across the pond. So in the States, for example, for Italian wines, there are great opportunities with importers uh, because, of course, they are looking for native speakers um, and people that right. know the product. Um, as well as, of course, communication. And then once the job is, has been found, of course, it's, it's important to get through the whole um, process of applying for a visa, which, of course, it sometimes can be a lot of red tape and a lot of effort. But I think if, some, if people are determined, this is something that is also very feasible. And it's a way to, you know, dip your toes in this new environment and try and start your career um, in a new and very motivating work environment. I definitely recommend this experience, especially people who are at the beginning of their career, because, of course, it can broaden your horizons and give you more competitive advantage for future leads and paths that you want to start. Right. And also that unique global perspective that you can then bring to future opportunities, I'd imagine as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So what are, Morgana, some of the things that, you know, you've been working now with Colangelo for over a year that you think you bring as an Italian native to a job in the U.S. market that maybe someone who is born here in the U.S. cannot bring? Well, of course, I bring my Italian language knowledge. So of course, of course. <laughs> That it can be, uh, it can sound very uh, basic, but actually it's really important because Italians are able to communicate with the clients in a more straightforward and direct way. And it's not only about the knowledge of the language, but being born and raised in an Italian culture gives you a perspective of what clients may need or may uh, want and also their ideas and then of course they want to bring their ideas in an environment that even if it's always considered like the western world is is very different from the european and the italian culture so it's also a great tool to have this double perspective so that you can actually translate your client's expectations to the country where you are and at the same time make your clients realize that some expectations need to be adjusted and they need to fit into a new environment into a new culture in order to be able to truly communicate their identity and their message and then of course uh, being born and raised in italy we uh, have always been surrounded by the world of wine and different wines and appellations and grape varieties, but also regulations and PDOs and DOC and DOCG and the difference between a brand, a winery and uh, a group of wineries or a cooperative or a consortium, which is not um, for granted because, of course, it's very typical of our country, but it cannot be that typical of others. Uh, so, of course, this gives you a competitive advantage because you understand the market that you're coming from better um, and this makes it makes it easier to communicate in the in the US market. And then I found that probably Italians can be considered like great artisans. So we always have a very artisanal approach to art, to uh, culture, uh, of course cuisine, but also to business in some ways in, in some contexts. And this makes us very um, flexible, uh, open-minded and able to like be resourceful and work with what we have and try to make it work. So I found that um, this artisanal approach could be uh, sometimes useful in order to solve some situations up and being able to adapt and adjust to a work environment, which was, of course, different from the one I was uh, starting from. But this right. kind of flexibility helped me a lot. 
I like you say artisanal, we would say entrepreneurial spirit, <laughs> different way to say it, but I think embraces the same meaning being uh, solutions oriented, creative with solving problems. We know that, you know, when you're working in the world of events, there's always something that can happen. So I think that skill set and approach uh, is, is really valuable when you're working in a any communication setting. So I like that, that artisanal approach. I like that sounds better than entrepreneurial. <laughs> uh, exactly. More romantic. Yeah. <laughs> so Margarita, what's been your experience working here in the US? And you know, what are some of the biggest differences and also similarities between your, your work here and your work in Italy? Italian Wine Podcast, part of the Mama Jumbo Shrimp family. So far, I've had a great and positive experience, I would say. It's um, the environment where I work. It's very young and dynamic. And this, of course, um, it's really stimulating and motivating and pushes you to grow, um, which is, of course, uh, a great advantage. Maybe when I left, I thought, because of from a, my Italian perspective, that there was this stereotype that Americans are kind of workaholics. So I was expecting this great pace. Of course, there is a great pace, but I also find that especially in wine, there is a great, good, like work-life balance. And so I find, I think this is a great similarity that reflects also from my previous experience and helps me love my job and doing it with more passion and more intent. Of course, I was working in wineries before coming here, and uh, especially in Italy, we do have a lot of family wineries, so I found it different to work for and with a family than working in an environment which is more structured and organized. Uh, it has its upsides and downsides, but I have definitely found that in the U.S. there are more growth possibilities, and the growth is of course, faster because everything moves at faster pace. But um, this is the, maybe the biggest difference that I found between the two systems. And as I was saying before, that sometimes Italians tend to have a more artisanal approach to business as well. So um, this reflects also in the work environment and in the difference that we work. But it, I actually think it's enriching from both sides. So to take a little bit of that approach to the American one and vice versa makes you grow more and expand uh, your horizons in, for future opportunities. Right. So you say the structure in the U.S. is a little more formal, a little more process oriented from what I'm hearing than the more you know artisanal as, as that word we love to use uh, approach in, in Italy. I think it's important to stress that I was coming from a background mainly in wineries, not in an agency or like a communicate like a pure communication office so sometimes in the winery you need to be a little bit more hands-on and flexible and do also more than what you would normally do so that's why right. it has also influenced my my perception of the work environment yeah that makes sense do you think there's parts of the structure and maybe the more formal process that you're learning here in the u.s that you think you could bring back to any future positions you might have in italy Absolutely. This actually helps make the work maybe not harder, but smarter. And so definitely it would be something and, and also motivates people in a way that push them to do better and to do more, but in a way that it doesn't make them feel like they're just being used for their work, but actually they are part of the project and they are in it because it's the way I feel. So I think it's definitely a plus. Yeah, it sounds like it for sure. What do you think are some of, you know, the other benefits of working overseas, maybe beyond the office? Like what are some of the other aspects of this experience 
that have been enriching for you? Yeah, of course, the fact of being in a different country that's speaking another language and you are surrounded by different cultural elements is totally a plus because you are living in the country. So you start like in every simple actions of every day, you need to adjust your way of thinking and adapt it. And this gives you great flexibility. Uh, Maybe it can be a little bit more demanding at the beginning when you first arrive because you need to make an extra effort to fit in. But once you actually find your ways of, um, getting used to it and go with it you become much more flexible resourceful because you are always used to make an extra effort that then becomes natural but leads you of course to have more sensitivity for some subjects and being able to switch very quickly from one language to the other or from one cultural reference to the other and of course this reflects well in other areas of the work if that makes sense yeah absolutely and then of course working in this environment you work with colleagues that are of course international colleagues every the the thing is that maybe in italy we tend to work more with italians and it's like a rarity that some people come from another country or it's a little bit less common especially in small towns where wineries are located but here in new york city of course you work with colleagues that come from all over the world so they have the most diverse backgrounds not only in terms of culture but also in terms of uh, work itself and this is so enriching because you can you get to learn every day from their experiences and from their their perspectives so of course it enriches you as, it enriches you as a professional but as a person as well right definitely and then i find that promoting like i i i think i am really lucky because i i get to promote my home country every day while i am away from home so this makes me proud of my country it's like singing your like you know your national anthem every day <laughs> i like that comparison yep yeah, so it's it's like it makes you proud. And of course, uh, when you're talking about wines or about appellations or territories or culinary products, then you put so much more passion in it and intent because, of course, it's something that you feel like your own. And this makes you love your job, but also especially your country even more than when you left it. So it makes you see the bright side of it which sometimes of course when you are in a situation it's not always obvious that you that you can see it every day so this is also the other great advantage that i find and of course working the market and living in the market that you have to work for it's a great advantage because you understand it better so it helps you make your job better because you get to understand certain dynamics that maybe before you can only you could only read about and now you actually live in on your skin absolutely yeah that makes a lot of sense and i think that's going to the knowledge and experience that's going to be so incredibly valuable. But what are some advice you might give for someone that's listening that's wanting to go work in the U.S.? Like, How would you advise them just to even get started in this process? I would say that they should, first of all, have an understanding of what the U.S wine market could be so uh, my first advice is to listen listen to resources uh, in the industry talk to uh, people who have worked there talk to importers talk to PR professionals talk to journalists or just simply read subscribe to trade newsletters just to to have an understanding of uh, what the market is like because Personally, I found that I had a lot of ideas and stereotypes that then were actually wrong. And and then after that, uh, I think it's it's definitely an advice that I would give to everybody because the U.S. is such a crucial market, especially for Italian wines. We uh, see it every day that the interest for this category is growing and growing and Americans are literally in love with Italian wines. Um, therefore, there is 
for, for sure a great opportunity for, for our products to thrive, but we need to understand the market as much as possible. And that's why I would recommend that everybody and to everyone that is interested in a career in wine in Italy as well to spend some time in the U.S., work the market, and just live here and experience what Americans do. Um, not only New York, that is a great and cosmopolitan city, but uh, also like in other cities of America, like on the West Coast and Chicago and even everywhere. Um, and then, of course, bring home what they learned so that they can better adjust their communication strategy and without losing the touch with their homeland and always being truthful to themselves but adjusting to to the market that they, they will be working in right yeah absolutely well morgana i think this hopefully this interview is going to be really useful for a lot of people listening that might be looking to it to work abroad i think there's so much value you're bringing to us at colangelo we love having you as well as that you'll bring back when you eventually go back to italy so i think our listeners are going to learn a lot from this as we wind down and do our rapid fire quiz we'll ask each of our guests the same three questions about the u.s market so number one and please try to answer these in you know one sentence or less what would be your number one tip for, for mastering, quote unquote, the U.S. market? Uh, I would say subscribe to trade newsletters, read, stay informed, stay on the top of new consumer trends and stats. Never forget to listen before speaking um, because this will save a lot of time and give you great insights. And then, as I was saying before, work the market, go out for dinners, for drinks, read the wine list, observe what people like to drink so that you can get a better understanding of what the U.S. wine market can be like. Right. That's the fun part. What What is something that you might have told your younger professional self about working in wine? Uh, I would say maybe uh, do not be afraid of risking and do not be afraid of being extra qualified because I, I do think that wine certifications and courses are crucial in order to get a better understanding of this world. But maybe when I was younger, I thought um, that I was a little bit worried that I didn't that because I didn't have specific experiences in certain work fields uh, that could have represented a hindrance or an obstacle to actually start a career there. But especially working in the U.S., uh, I love the the empowerment and I love the freedom that is given to individuals. And uh, so, as soon as you are ready to work hard and stimulated, you can learn faster at your best capabilities and being as receptive as you could. So, I would definitely advise myself to risk it a little bit more and don't be afraid of of these kind of problems. Great advice. Yeah, absolutely. And then finally, what is your number one travel hack when you're traveling? I know you're going back and forth between New York and Italy a lot. What's something that helps you deal with the time differences and, and those long plane rides? Oh, yeah. Well, melatonin is great. This is going to help you <laughs> better uh, travel for sure. But one advice that I would say is always take pictures of the business cards you collect here and there because then these are going to be lost and uh, you want to hold on to those contacts so definitely that and and of course uh, spend a reasonable amount of time in both in both countries so that you can get adjusted and dive in in the culture and experience it outside of work and just live the best of the both uh, of both worlds I like that. Work-life balance, spend enough time exploring and enjoying as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Morgana, thank you so much for joining me on the Italian Wine Podcast. How can our listeners connect with you or follow along with what you're doing in wine? Oh, feel free to reach out to me via LinkedIn, uh, Helena Morgana Germanetto, or Instagram, Helena Morgana, and you can just connect with me there. 
Okay, fantastic. Thanks for being here today, Morgana. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned each week for new episodes of Masterclass US Wine Market with me, Juliana Colangelo. And remember, if you enjoyed today's show, hit the like and follow buttons wherever you get your podcasts.